Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat, I'm your host. For today's episode, we're going to talk about how your intense fear of staying where you are is probably keeping you exactly where you are. And this is something that I've had to kind of work on in therapy. I'm still working on it, so it's something that I'm like currently processing. But I think many of us who might be in circumstances that are uncomfortable, you know, not ideal, which, you know, it's fine to not want to be in circumstances like that. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not here to say that you have to practice this toxic positivity and just see the good all the time and everything. Life sucks sometimes, you know? Um, So it, it makes sense that you would want to escape circumstances that are not ideal. However, I found from my own experience that when you try really, really hard to resist your current life, your present circumstances, you end up actually back where you are right now, where you don't want to be. The place you're avoiding the most, because you're avoiding it so intensely and so desperately, you end up back here. And then you perpetuate this feeling of, I'm going to be here forever. So I think the reason that we end up back in this place over and over again and reinforce this belief that I, you know, I'm not better than anything that's going on here. I'm going to stay here forever. I'm not good enough for more. Whatever, you know, narratives pop up is when we take action from a place of fear and desperation, we end up doing things that are not aligned with us, things that we cannot sustain in the long run. So they inevitably crumble. They inevitably fail. But then we're the ones that feel like the failure. But it's not really us, right? It's the approach we're taking because we're trying to escape something from a place of desperation and fear. Now, of course, there are many things in life that, yeah, you have to do what you need to do to get out of it. Like, there's uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking about situations where maybe your circumstances are just not ideal in terms of how things look for you. You're, you know, maybe things didn't pan out the way you wanted them to. Maybe you're not in the ideal career you wanted. Maybe there's just things that, you know, you wish looked different. And the unfortunate reality is that life is not always going to look like how we want it to look. And things are going to unfold in ways that are not always ideal. And I think for many of us who maybe are more introverted, maybe more ruminators, we might find ourselves falling into fantasy as a way to escape the present moment. I know I did this as a child a lot, as a, an only child, and who loved my imagination, loved escaping in movies and books and all that stuff. A lot of my childhood was actually lived in a place of fantasy, right? In my imagination. And I found that I still do that to this day. I use my imagination. I use my fantasy to escape the present moment rather than leaning into it, accepting what's happening and making decisions to get to a place that feels somewhat enjoyable, despite the circumstances, despite the things that I can't control. Making decisions that lead me to that from a place not of panic, not of fear and desperation, but of acceptance. You know, making a logical decision based on what's currently happening and accepting what's currently happening. Because... If you don't truly accept the present moment, if you're not truly letting yourself see it even, maybe not even acceptance yet, but like just to let yourself see it and be like, yeah, this is what's happening. How can you truly make a decision that is logical for the circumstances and that'll be real in terms of getting you to a place that feels a little bit better? If you're acting from a place of fantasy, every decision you make will will be a decision of fantasy. It won't be a real decision that's in alignment with what's currently happening and where you want to be. And this isn't to say either that you have to force yourself to be in this like better ultimate place all the time. I think that's the opposite of what I'm talking about here because, well, yeah, it's important to grow. It's important to to improve in the ways that you want to improve, to show yourself that you're capable of it. Like all of that is really good. There's nothing wrong with that. 
But I think sometimes we can get caught up in the idea of being our best selves, quote unquote, and being, you know, this ultimate version of ourselves getting to this this end point in life where we are like set and we're successful and we're this and we're that. And sure, maybe you can and also maybe you can't. But at the end of the day, that future is is a fantasy, right? It does not exist. The only thing that's real is the present moment. It's what's happening right now. So if you cannot fully see what's happening right now because you're living in the state of fantasy all the time as a form of escaping the discomfort of the present moment, you won't be able to make decisions, you know, that are stepping stones to get you to a place that feels a little bit better. It might not take you to exactly this fantasy because realistically, this fantasy might not be possible, right? It might be rooted in perfectionism. So it might be this idealized, like this idealized vision of what you have of yourself, of what you have of life, but life's not perfect. You're not perfect. You know, things aren't always going to be perfect. And if you're always chasing perfection and that's the only place you'll be happy in well guess what you're never going to get it because there is no perfection to be had and so if you're seeking perfection all the time you'll never be happy because you'll never get perfection you know i also think sometimes this fantasy is rooted in what we think we should be based on somebody else's idea societally culturally whatever we make decisions because we're like well this is where we should be right now in our lives at this point in my life i should be here i should be doing this or in a couple of years i should be doing this like this is what people expect this is what would make me feel valid in the eyes of other people so you start making decisions based on that despite how your current circumstances might not at all be in alignment with that and maybe you're not even in alignment with that maybe you don't actually want that thing that you think you should want so imagine now taking steps making moves that put you on a path to get to those places or those things that aren't actually aligned with you that you don't genuinely want, what's going to happen is inevitably you won't be able to sustain that because it's not actually aligned with you. It won't feel like easy. And I don't mean easy that, you know, things have to be easy without effort. I just mean easeful in the sense that they flow naturally for you because they are for you. So what will happen is you'll sabotage yourself because it's not truly what you want. Uh, you'll it'll fail and so you'll just reinforce the belief that you're not good enough see I told you you're not good enough and then you'll end up exactly where you are anyway the place that you're trying to avoid you know so the lesson that I've had to kind of take away from this as I've gone through therapy and I'm currently working on it and it's like a current process that I'm on right now so basically sharing exactly what I'm the thought process I'm going through and the steps I'm taking and and the tools I'm using whatever the circumstances right now you really have to let yourself see it in almost a neutral sense. This is what's happening. And to take away shame and guilt for what things look like right now, especially if they are not necessarily in your control, this is what things are right now. And I know, again, because life can be really painful and really shitty, I'm not trying to shame anyone for wanting to escape. There's nothing wrong with wanting that. Of course, that makes sense. But I think seeking too much escapism can make you act in ways that are unaligned that'll keep you exactly where you are right now. It'll You'll circle right back to where you are because you keep trying to escape from a place of fear, panic. You make decisions that aren't right, that don't make sense for your circumstances, that don't make sense for you. And then you inevitably stumble and you end up right back where you are. So ultimately that's not even good for you in the long run, right? It might feel good in the moment to have that fantasy escapism, but in the long run, you know, you'll end up exactly where you're trying to avoid. So accepting that these are the circumstances, looking at them as they are and not shaming yourself for them. And that's the hardest part right there because it's the shame that drives the need for escape, right? It's like, I don't want to feel what I'm feeling. I don't want to feel that I'm a failure because my circumstances make me feel this way, my current circumstances. 
letting yourself look at them and practicing the self-compassion that's necessary and understanding that there are some things completely and totally out of your control. And that's part of life. You cannot control everything and that's okay. But when you're able to see the things that you can't control and recognize them for what they are and look at them from a neutral place, a place without self-shaming, you can then better spot the things you can control that make sense in the present moment. And that's the key right there. That's really difficult too. So you have to first see the things you can't control, accept them as something you can't control so that you can then see the things you can control and take action, but in a way that's sustainable, that makes sense for you, that's logical, that's not coming from a place of fear because now you're not shaming yourself, you're not guilting yourself. So this decision is actually coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of knowing that this is the most logical step and it's not me shaming myself. I'm not shaming myself anymore. I'm not guilting myself anymore. I'm actually making a decision that'll make me hopefully get one step closer to a life that is enjoyable, despite the fact that there are many things that I still can't control in my circumstances. What's one small step I can take that'll get me to a place that feels just a little bit better, if possible? That's rooted in more love for yourself than fear and shame and guilt and panic, right? Those decisions are way more sustainable long-term because again, they're not coming from a place of needing to do it right now to escape. They're coming from a place where you've actually mindfully thought of what's going on and and seen things for what they are because you cannot make a proper plan or a proper decision if you're not really seeing the reality of things. So that's obviously the hardest part. It's so much easier said than done. So if you don't want to stay where you are, you have to stop resisting where you are. You have to kind of lean into where you are right now. Now, of course, again, I'm not saying that getting out of circumstances is completely and totally in your control. There are many that are just happening to you and that is what it is. And obviously that's unfortunate and understandably uncomfortable and something you would want to escape. I'm just talking about the things that maybe there are decisions that you've been making so far that have been unaligned decisions because of fear and panic that have led you to where exactly where you are. And you've convinced yourself that all of your external circumstances are out of your control, that you will always be here forever. So you have to kind of lean into what's happening right now and really let yourself feel everything that you're avoiding feeling. That's obviously very painful, very difficult. I'm not saying it's easy. You have to let yourself feel it, let yourself see it, and let yourself, in a sense, try and be okay with, okay, let's say I do end up here forever. Now what? Right? Because that's the deepest fear right there. That's what we're trying to avoid the most. But to sit and, and let yourself think about the potential of it, which will be uncomfortable, but it also will provide you some relief and liberation to say, okay, let's say I do and I do stay in these current circumstances forever. Now that I face that fear, now what? What would I actually do now that I don't have to focus all my attention and hyperfixate on solving this or escaping or fantasies or whatever? What would I actually do in my life to make me feel a little bit better? And organically, you end up doing things that lead you out of where you are. Again, the things that you can control, of course, the circumstances that you can control. But organically, you end up taking action that's based in love, based in enjoyment and pleasure. And it actually ends up taking you out of where you are. Isn't that so ironic? And I'm learning that slowly as I practice this over and over again. And of course, it doesn't happen overnight. It's not like a quick process or a quick change. But it's just so fascinating to see that how a simple mindset shift like that, something so simple and so small can completely change the way you show up and the way you start seeing your life and the way life starts engaging with you in a sense, you know? So yeah, I hope this was helpful. I hope it was informative. I hope it gave you a different perspective on this uh, if you're struggling with it as well. 
If you want to work with me one-to-one, I offer uh, calls and I also offer email guidance if you want to ask me any questions. I have a Substack where I write articles and essays about these things. And you can follow my social media accounts for all my other content as well. Other than that, thank you for listening and I'll be back again soon with another episode.